Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to the Daily Ticket. Fox Sports, the gambler. The fighting Sean Brace is up now 2-1 to one over Barcelona. Once, man, you went up 2-1. Sean Brace just ran out of the studio. He's probably not coming back. John Jansen here right now. And joining me on the Gambler Hotline, you can hear him uh, and read his words over at SBI Soccer. You can hear him on the Gambler, always talking hockey and soccer. And he's doing so right now with us here on the Daily Ticket. It is Larry Henry Jr. You can follow at LHenry019. Uh, I guess I'll start off with the game happening right now. I guess, man, you up to one. Sean's, I guess, got to be pretty happy about that, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think I just got a notification that uh, there's a man streaking down yeah, City Line yes. Avenue. Yeah, that, is, that is happening right now. Yeah, I can, I can I confirm that report. Brady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go. Yeah, but uh, no, this is a great result for Manchester United because as much as I joke with Sean about uh, the Europa League and, um, you know, obviously Man City being in the Champions League, Man U in the Europa League, it's, it's still a competition you want to win. Um, this is a team that obviously has done a lot of winning uh, over the years, um, not tons over the last 10 or 12, but um, overall, this is a competition you want to win. This is a good Barcelona team uh, that they're playing right now who is, is first in La Liga. Um, and obviously, Barcelona gets the goal early. Lewandowski scores from the penalty spot. And then uh, Man U with two second-half goals right now um, to, to flip things uh, you know, in their favor. Um, so uh, looking pretty good for them. Obviously, I think when you look at the teams left in the Europa League, um, these are the best two teams left. You have Manchester United, you have Barcelona. So one of them is going to be going out. Um, I think whoever wins this and advances um, has a really good shot of running the table. And then obviously Manchester United's got a big game this weekend because they have the, the League Cup final against Newcastle. And both of those teams, uh, obviously right now in the top five in the Premier League, but uh, teams that want to bring home that trophy as well. So um, Man U sitting pretty right now. And, uh, you know, obviously Sean Brace is... Uh, you know, Sean's uh, amped up about that. Yeah, he's definitely amped up about it. Uh, let's stick with uh, across the pond soccer. Uh, what EPL picks do you have for this weekend? We have one game tomorrow, and then obviously a huge Saturday and Sun. Uh, a huge Saturday slate, one game Sunday. Very good one though. Uh, but what picks do we got for this weekend in the EPL? Well, it's going to be another good weekend in the Premier League. Obviously, there's going to be a lot of focus on the League Cup final on Sunday, which kind of. Um, you know, makes that schedule in the league a little bit uh, smaller than in weekends past. But uh, the headlining game is on Sunday. It's actually the game before the League Cup final um, between Tottenham and Chelsea. Uh, when you look at these two teams, they don't like each other. It's a London derby. Um, both of these teams obviously still in the Champions League right now. Uh, both have second leg, um, you know, deficits that they're going to look to overcome uh, at home. But until then, they're, they're going to try to straighten things out in the Premier League. Tottenham right now, um, sitting fifth in the league, uh, still trying to stay in that top four race. They had a big win last weekend over West Ham, uh, which is another London derby. Um, 
They also have beaten Manchester City in recent weeks. So um, they've had some good results, but it's all about consistency with Tottenham um, right now. You know, can they kind of string together some results? Can they advance in the Champions League? Um, it's been a long time since Tottenham has won any type of trophy. Um, so you, you'd like to see them um, get the win on Sunday at home. Um, Harry Kane, obviously, is the go-to guy for them, 17 goals. Uh, recently became the team's all-time leading goal scorer. Um, Chelsea struggling in, in, in basically in everything right now in 2023. Uh, they've only won one game so far uh, in the calendar year, which is back on January 15th. They've lost to Man City. They've lost to Fulham and Southampton. Um, they're down right now in the Champions League, heading into the second leg in a few weeks. Um, and goals have been hard for them, hard to come by for them. Uh, Kai Havertz leads the team with five. Um, Raheem Sterling has four. But there's been a lot of injuries, so you, you can't fully blame Graham Potter because there's been a lot of guys out of the lineup. Christian Pulisic, Armando Broja, uh, N'Golo Kante. Um, but hopefully some of those guys come back because they have an important stretch of games. After the Tottenham game, they have Leeds, they have Everton. Uh, Leicester and Aston Villa, all games you'd expect them to win uh, and maybe get themselves back in the top six picture. But uh, but overall, I think Tottenham's going to have too much for Chelsea, uh, especially at home. I like them to win plus 150 uh, on Sunday. And I do have to bring up the American darlings from the start of the EPL season. Leeds United, everything looked good at the start. Brendan Aronson's playing and he's making an impact and things have gone down south very, very quickly for Leeds United. Uh, they are looking like they're going to be facing relegation. Obviously, we'll see how that all plays out. But how do you think things end here for Leeds United? Yeah, it, it, I'm glad you brought it up because that was actually the other game I had circled on my on my uh, schedule for this weekend. But um, it, it's been tough for Leeds. Um, they haven't won any of their last 10 in league play, um, which ultimately um, you know contributed to the sacking of Jesse Marsh uh, as manager. Um, it looks like they, they're going to have a new manager, uh, at least for the, the rest of the season, maybe not this weekend, but uh, Javi Gracia, uh, the, the, the former Spanish uh, player who uh, recently coached, you know, uh, Valencia, Watford, uh, also coached, I think, in Russia and Greece. Uh, he's going to be the new manager. I think they're just trying to get a work permit uh, straightened out by the weekend. But um, the big thing with Leeds is they, they haven't really had anybody to go to scoring-wise uh, since Rodrigo got hurt. He leads the team with 10 goals, um, but ultimately they haven't had much consistency from anyone else. They brought in Jorginho Ruder from uh, Hoffenheim, who is a good talent, um, but he's, you know, it takes time to get acclimated to the Premier League. Uh, they have Patrick Bamford, who's been up and down this season. Uh, and then the American players, like you said, you know, Brendan Aronson, I think, um, obviously scored a goal on Monday for the under 21s uh, with Leeds, was able to get some minutes. Obviously, I know he was out of, he was in the lineup in recent weeks, but maybe not playing a whole bunch because uh, of, of a reported appendicitis. Uh, that happened, um, and then, you know, scored for the under-21s on Monday, so maybe that gives him a little bit of a spark because he needs something right now. He's getting um, beat up a lot in the Premier League, getting hacked down a lot, um, and, and obviously there's, you know, the fans need him to be at his best right now. Uh, I think Tyler Adams has, has still been one of their best players uh, this season. He, you know, covers a lot of ground in midfield, um, really aggressive, you know, a midfielder, and, and defensively does a, a good job, but um, you know, it can't just be one player leading the team. It has to be a collective unit. And right now, Saturday's game is the biggest for them because they're playing Southampton, who 
is the only team worse than them. They're, they're one point behind them in the relegation zone. They just came off a big win against Chelsea recently. Um, so overall, it's a crucial six-pointer for both of these teams, especially two because Leeds just lost uh, to Everton recently, and Everton uh, hopped out of the relegation zone because of that win. So uh, I think Leeds will turn it around, but um, you know the results you now are getting fewer and fewer, and, and someone's going to have to step up, whether it's uh, – Patrick Bamford, whether it's Virginia Ruder, whether it's the Americans uh, trio contributing goals, um, but something has to happen because games are, are running out for them right now. Talking with Larry Henry Jr. on the Gambler Hotline right now on the Daily Ticket. Want to move over to soccer in this country. The United States of America Major League Soccer getting started this weekend. Of course, the Union in action. We'll get to that game. But before the season does start, I was having this conversation with Joe on the new edition of the Union Soccer Podcast yesterday. So I want to throw the question out to you. Union, obviously the favorite in the Eastern Conference. They're bringing back the entire starting 11. They have more depth on the bench. They have players that could probably probably just only get better this coming season. So they seem to be the best. But who do you think is the biggest threat to the Union? What team do you think is the biggest threat to the Union in the Eastern Conference? It's going to be fun to watch because you have, obviously, the Union are going to be the favorites in the East. They have, you know, on paper, they should win MLS Cup this season. Uh, I know people will say, well, LAFC is the defending champ, and, you know, you have to beat the defending champs to get there. But um, but overall, I think the union, obviously, keeping key guys, adding in some good depth pieces, um, you know, they're going to be – they're still the favorite in my eyes. But uh, looking at the East, right, uh, I think that um, Nashville SC uh, moving back to the Eastern Conference um, from the West because uh, St. Louis City – uh, is entering the league this season and going into the West. I think Nashville is going to be um, the toughest team for them in, in the conference. And I say that because defensively, they're, you know, the Union obviously are the best defensive team in the league. They have the most consistent back line. They have, you know, those guys don't miss a lot of games. Um, they have the best goalie in the league. Um, but Nashville, I think, as a team, uh, you know, presents a great challenge defensively as well. Walker Zimmerman, um, the center back, U.S. center back, who I thought played outstanding at the World Cup. Um, you know, he leads that back line uh, for Gary Smith's uh, team. Um, and, and then they added in some key pieces. Um, yes, they had the reigning MVP in Hani Mukhtar, who had, you know, 20-plus goals, uh, I think 11 assists last season as well. Um, but they brought in some key guys to go in that attack. They still have C.J. Sapong. They have Teal Bunbury. Both of those guys are veterans. They bring in former Union winger Fafa Pico, who I think gives them a whole new element on the wing. Uh, he's a veteran in this league now. So overall, I think, uh, and they have a really good goalkeeper. I think Joe Willis is one of the, the more underrated goalkeepers in the league in terms of making big saves and, and really kind of stealing some points for them last season. So um, overall, I think Nashville is going to be the Union's toughest test. I guess you still can't count out NYCFC. I know they're, they have the third best odds right now on DraftKings Sportsbook to, to win MLS Cup. Um, I think they're going to obviously have some growing pains because they lost three of their biggest players in Maxi Morales, Sean Johnson, uh, and Alexander Kyens, but, uh, and also uh, Heber, the, the Brazilian striker as well, left. So, um, But overall, I think um, it's going to be Union, uh, and then I think Nash will be right up uh, beside them in, in the East. Yeah, and we do have those two teams in action. I think they're kicking things off on Saturday. 4.30, Nashville SC, NYCFC. 
you don't have to talk about that game in particular, but what are some games you will be betting on for this weekend? Yeah, you know, that, that, that I think that's going to be a really good start to the season, that game uh, with Nashville and NYCFC. But ultimately, I think when you look at the schedule, um, the, the game that obviously points out the most is, is El Trafico, uh, LA Galaxy versus LAFC on Saturday night at the Rose Bowl. Um, LAFC defending champs. Uh, they, they've lost some, some guys over the, the winter. Gareth Bale headed into retirement and, and his new golf career. Uh, Christian Arango um, headed is now in Mexico. So obviously there's still some key guys there. Kellen Acosta, Carlos Vela. Um, they made some acquisitions. Aaron Long, the U.S. defender, uh, made the move from the Red Bulls. Um, but I think this will be a good test for LAFC because the Galaxy obviously want to get back to the winning ways that they've had in the past. Uh, and this is, a, this is a team, I think, that's going to be hungry to, to knock them off uh, on week one. Um, and, and, you know, you have Chicharito, who's always uh, a live wire in the final third. Uh, I think it's going to be a really good game. These teams have played uh, some really good draws over the season, and I'm actually going to go, that's my play for this game, uh, is plus 255 is a draw between these two because, um, you know, usually when they play, it's high scoring, uh, and not a lot separates them. And, and we've seen some really good results, uh, you know, two twos, three threes over the past few seasons. Uh, and then the other game I'm looking at um, – I think would have to be uh, would have to be Sunday's only game between uh, Seattle and Colorado. Seattle obviously um, winning Concacaf Champions League last season, but ultimately not making the MLS playoffs in the end, which, which was a big uh, kind of a head scratcher for them with the amount of talent that they have. Um, obviously, they've had an early start because they were in the FIFA Club World Cup uh, in, in Morocco. Um, they, they suffered a loss in that tournament, but ultimately I thought they did pretty well, uh, you know, in, in terms of just fighting and, and for that team too, you know, it's their first game of the season. Um, and then you have a Colorado Rapids team that obviously will want to come out of the, you know, with a win uh, at Lumen Field on Sunday in their first game. Robin Frazier, I think if things don't go well for them in the first month or so, he might be on the hot seat just because of the fact they didn't make the playoffs last season. Um, but ultimately, I, I'm going to go with the home team in this one. I think the Sounders will have uh, too much for the for Colorado. Um, they obviously have Christian Roldan and Jordan Morris, who we know from the USA perspective. But they've also, um, you know, got some other guys: Nico Ladero, uh, Raúl Rudiez, uh, and then Heber, who I spoke about, who has left NYCFC and joined the Sounders. So I think the Sounders uh, will definitely be, you know, kind of itching to get back into that. These, these top places in the West. All right, Larry, let's go to the game that I think we're most excited about on Saturday. That is the Philadelphia Union against the Columbus Crew. Now, they are a big favorite over at Bet Parks, minus 143 for the Union. The total sitting at two and a half. What can you tell me about this matchup happening Saturday, 7.30 in a very, very cold Subaru Park? It's going to be a good uh, good first test, I think, for the Union because when you, you obviously, you know, we know how great they are at Subaru Park, and, and they made that a fortress over the past few seasons. Um, I think Columbus is obviously a team who um, missed out on the final day last season to make the playoffs. Caleb Porter was eventually fired, and then uh, Wilfred Amte now comes in as head coach. And I think he did a, a really good job with CF Montreal before he left there. Um, I think he kind of saw, obviously, the, the players you know that were leaving, and maybe it was just time for him to look for a new uh, opportunity. And I think this is a really good spot for him to go into a Columbus team that, um, you know, 
is only a few years removed, you know, from from uh, from getting the MLS Cup, and um, and they still have some key guys. Obviously, Lucas Elarayan is is one of the top two way playmakers in the league. Cucho uh, Hernandez ha- obviously came from Watford last summer and really took MLS by storm, scoring a lot of goals. Uh, and they added in Christian Ramirez, who. Um, you know, former MLS guy with Minnesota and LAFC and Houston. Uh, he had a really good first season in Scotland, and then the second season really didn't go, um, you know, the way that he probably would have wanted. But now he comes to a Columbus Crew team that, you know, could use some depth scoring, and I think he's going to fit right in. Uh, but ultimately, I just think the union at home, you know, are going to going to have too much energy, whether it's 30 degrees or 80 degrees. You know, you know the, you've been there. The fans are going to be behind them. It's going to be rocking and rolling for the first game. Uh, and I really like the Union to, to win this and, and buy at least a few goals. Uh, if I had to go with a pick on this game, I wouldn't go with the Union on the money line, but I'd go with them on the spread. If you take a minus one and a half, you know, you're at plus 195. I, I think they're going to cover that uh, easily because I know it's the first week and I know – um, you know, you can't really go off the preseason, but they scored 16 goals in the preseason uh, in seven games, so it's a pretty good return. And uh, you know, you know, these guys are probably still got in the back of their backs of their mind what happened uh, in MLS Cup, so they want to start the season on a good note and uh, you know get three points at home. Yeah, a lot of consistency there for the Union. I know it's the start of a new season. They haven't played in a while, obviously, since the end of last season. But these guys have played a number of games already together, so they should be fine. Uh, The only other prediction I'll ask you for in this game, goal scorers. Give me a couple goal scorers, or a score and goal scorers uh, that you think are going to score. Uh, yeah, I like um, I like Union three uh, one with the score line. I think you know they might concede a goal just because Columbus obviously Zellerian is a tough guy to stop for ninety minutes, and his connection with Cucho Hernandez last season you know really kind of kept them in the playoff race. I think they're just going to do that to a lot more teams this season. But three uh, one Union's my prediction. So you know they're going to cover that one and a half um, spread, and then looking at goal scorers, I think. Um, Daniel Gazdag, I mean, yes, of course. You're just pandering to the audience, but I appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, plus 130 anytime goal scorer. I think that's a really good value there. Um, you know, he's, I think he's going to be obviously in the mix again for another 20 goal season. Uh, and then another guy, um, probably Mikel Ura, plus 175. Uh, you know, it's funny because I think every week it's going to be something where I put at least five bucks down on like all three of those guys, just any one of them to score. Cause I think it's going to happen every week. Him, Gazdag, Carranza and, uh, Ura. Yeah. They're all going to be very good. All right. Last thing before I let you go, Larry, I know we just did a lot of soccer there, but uh, you did tell me you have some hockey plays tonight. So what hockey plays do you have for us? That's a really good slate tonight. Um, obviously bigger slate tonight than yesterday where there was only two games. Um, I think the game of the night, um, you know, I'll start with that is the late game between Boston, uh, the Boston Bruins and Seattle Kraken. Uh, I mean, when you look at both of these teams, right? I mean, Boston is just on another level right now. Uh, 91 points, um, you know, already, I think they're only uh, about 10 points away from surpassing what they had all of last season. Um, you know, Jim Montgomery's done a great job with this team of just really, you know, using those key veterans, the guys like Bergeron and Marshawn and Pasternak, but then also obviously giving some, some huge minutes to some other guys in, in the, the squad, Taylor Hall and, and some others 
Um, they're plus 92 goal differential. I mean, that's just insane uh, when you look at it. I mean, uh, and then when you look at Seattle, right, I mean, they, they had some growing pains in their first season last year under Dave Hackstall, but uh, they've already surpassed uh, their points from last year, um, this year, right? They're uh, in, in, over in the Western Conference, uh, sitting third in the, in the Pacific um, with 70 points through 57 games. That's, that's still a pretty good return for them. Um, but ultimately, I think uh, tonight, uh, I think that Seattle is going to pull the upset at home. I know they're at home. They, 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 they have 15 wins at home. Uh, Boston's really one of the best road teams uh, this season. But I like the Kraken, plus 155. Uh, at home to, to beat the Bruins, which not many teams um, have really done this season. Uh, and then the only other uh, play I have tonight for the NHL um, would be from the earlier slate. Um, I like the New Jersey Devils at home uh, against the LA Kings. Uh, the Devils, obviously, last season, not a lot went well for them. They they only finished two points ahead of the Flyers. Uh, but this season, they've just really picked it up, 79 points uh, so far through 57 games. Uh, 16 of those uh, 37 wins have come at home. Um, and, and they just beat you in a lot of different ways, whether it's speed on the outside, whether it's cutting through the middle. Um, Jack Hughes has had an awesome season for them. Uh, they've had some really good goalie play with uh, Vitek Vanishek uh, in goal, you know, the former capital goaltender. Um, and, and I think the Kings, uh, you know, they're, they're still knocking on for the playoffs, uh, knocking on the door right now, second in the Pacific, only a point. Uh, better than the Seattle Kraken and only two points behind the, the, the division leaders, Vegas Golden Knights. Um, but I think that uh, when you look at the Devils um, watching the games, especially at the Prudential Center, you know, on TV, uh, the energy is just back in New Jersey, like from, from years past the Burdor days and Scott Stevens and all, you know, the a fun team to watch. And I, I think that, uh, you know, they're going to be definitely um, be in the mix in that Eastern Conference to try to knock off the Bruins. Love it, especially a plus 155 play. I will always love plays like that. Larry, thank you for joining me as always. Of course, now in the Daily Ticket. I got to talk to you twice this week. That's uh, And I think that's going to happen more often as we get the MLS season underway, uh, Champions League going on, EPL, and of course the NHL season. We're getting into the, uh, the, the later portion of the season there as well. So plenty of things with with you to talk about uh, in the next coming months and looking forward to all of that with you. Thank you for joining me today, though, Larry. Thanks a lot, John. I appreciate it. That is Larry Henry Jr. Follow him at LHenry019. And, of course, you can check out all of his work over at SBI Soccer. He does a terrific job over there uh, with all MLS and, of course, even more soccer coverage from Larry. All right, we'll get to the hardwood a little bit with Mark Henry Jr. We got NBA back in action, college basketball, some interesting results yesterday, and I think conversations be had more of, okay, are we starting to actually find some teams that could really do this? I'm starting to see uh, final four odds coming up, so we'll talk hardwood, college, and pro basketball with Mark Henry Jr., and got to sneak in some more NFL draft stuff with him as well. We're getting very close to the NFL draft. And of course, all the evaluations are coming up, combines coming up, and more. All of that coming up next with Mark Henry Jr. right here on The Gambler. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.